0: Yeah, a new level of anuden, parang self awareness and and looking deeper into um, how past experiences have brought you and even Carla to like where you guys are. Uh, But maybe before we get there, what earphones are you using? Eh? Um,
1: Yeah. I guess this is the Apple one.
0: Do you know if they're certified high res? Uh, No. Okay, because the Huawei Freebuds 5i. The are f- the best wireless earbuds <laughs> with high-res audio under four thousand pesos, and this is this is the first time I'm doing an ad read on a podcast. Um, I, go, I hope go, that segway was fine. Yeah, it was
1: I've, smooth, uh, <laughs> smooth like butter.
0: But I've I've looked into this, um, and it, it looks like a really it's a really it's a really good earphone. Um, they're certified high-res which means they reach frequencies uh for listening to music that a lot of other earbuds can't um and they've got adaptive ear matching optimization as well which means that um because every person's ear is different and hears sound different it can adapt to each person's ear and optimize the sound for that it's got multi-eq It's got surging bass, crystal clear audio at all times, perfect for pop music and people who love that V-shape of EQ where there's a punchy bass and then at the same time, there's very clear highs. There's also three active noise cancellation modes and noise cancellation capability depth reaching 42 decibels, which is really good. Battery life is seven and a half hours on its own, uh, but 28 hours total when used with a charging case. And then the fast charging can deliver four hours of playback on a 15-minute charge. Um, how is that, Joe, compared to your your Apple earbuds? Um, yeah,
1: I think that lasts way longer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although, I guess for yours, you can plug the it into the <laughs> And all of this can actually be yours, Joe, for only 3,599 pesos, making the Huawei FreeBuds 5i the best wireless earbuds with certified... Hi-res wireless audio under four thousand pesos. Actually, honestly, go check it out, you guys. Uh, this is a good product. I don't, you know, I don't put stuff online if if I don't trust in it. So, uh, check out the Huawei FreeBuds Five I. Now, I guess getting back to the conversation, um, mm. you guys talk a lot about the different. You you even have episodes on your podcast um that talk about trauma, um and like the episode title has the word trauma in it. So, yeah. um trigger warning I guess but then at the same time as you guys are uncovering more and more especially in this season because the past few years have been pivotal for for the both of you um, Mm -hmm. what brought you I guess to a new level of looking deeper inwards and self-awareness into the past hurts that transformed you to who you are today
1: yeah well uh, I mean things fall apart (laughs) you know that's a literary book that Carla likes. I've never read it. I love I, that book. I use that title all the time.
0: Mm.
1: I just like... Uh, yeah, so... Have you, is it good?
0: The That's the one about the African tribe, right? Yeah, yeah, Chinua yeah. Chinua yeah. Achebe. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's good. You should read it. Okay, Okay. But yeah, so stuff was
1: just falling apart left and right with me and mm. my wife, you know, like um sinful resolutions i had were just coming to surface and in ways i had of leading of existing of ministering of succeeding that were just uh, wow well, you know Graham, you know uh were just not working anymore you know and and i was just so used to when things don't go well do this you know dig down deeper be more of a leader be more strategic and it just became such a thing for me and it wasn't working anymore i was becoming a was a horrible husband horrible dad Uh, And I was just like, what is going on? This is not the life we want, you know? And then that's where really uh, that pastor, uh, Pastor George Henson, who you know as well, who, when he talked to us and he was ministering to us, it really helped because it's like, what am I doing? You know? And so it made us ask, me ask questions, why am I like this? Why do I think this way? Why do I respond to people's pains this way? When someone's in pain, why am I trying, reach, quick, quick to manage? You Why am I so uncomfortable with variants? Why am I so uncomfortable? So you ask questions like that. Eh? Um, even with you, and you've felt this, and in, in the years that I've been, you know, relating with you, you felt me, sometimes I'm, cool about stuff you're doing sometimes I'm not sometimes I'm not cool for a right reason sometimes I'm not cool about it not good I'm coming from a different place uh, I wouldn't do it if I were you Nate this is no point and and, and I know those moments because those are the times you would ask like why not (laughs) it's like like your curiosity would get higher in those moments why like like you could sense a weakness in my argument and you were just like explain that part of me (laughs) And so it made me reflect on things I've said and done. Uh, and, and a lot of it is, some of it is like current bad habits. Some of it is, but a lot of it comes from, you know, childhood or, or how I understand the world to be or, you know, resolutions. But I get results when I do this. So I always, I trained myself to do this all the time. So it became helpful to, to, I don't know to explore that and then the more I did the better I, I got at life The okay I don't need to fix my wife but I need to fix my response to my wife because if I can fix my response to my wife then we don't have the horrible fights we don't have so many and you know maybe that helps her also you know so it's like you know by focusing on the change that God wants to do in me um uh, it's remarkable how it, it can have an effect on people outside. So yeah, that's where it came from. Things were falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> My wife was having mental health issues. I was not responding to her mental health issues well, but you know, why didn't I respond to it? Well, right? like, what well, here's a cry for help from the person I love. Why? You know, like what, what brainwashing have I done to myself? That says when someone does that, now is the time to be mad. Now is the time to be frustrated. But then it wasn't just cognitive because it wasn't just hear it. It was deeper, eh, subconscious. So parang. So even to monitor my physiological reaction, like why am I tensing up right now? Like, why am I irritated right now? Some someone texted me something and I'm like, mmm. Okay, what's that? Like, just to just pay attention to these things, you know? These feelings, these impulses, these motives that I just never paid attention to before. I just acted on them. Um, it's like I painted over them. Instead of just like, okay, why is that there? Can we take that out of there? Or put it where it's supposed to be. So, yeah. Things were falling apart in other words.
0: What, what is that? Parang, in instead of actually looking deeper and addressing and and asking questions why with a genuine curious heart you're painting over them Yeah, or you're managing what was yeah what was that
1: you know my, my brother david uh has this really great grid he's just it just these kinds of things just come naturally to him i think i don't like did you think about that or did you like it but he said um Sometimes well, sometimes, what's common sense, what's wisdom, or what's obvious, we ignore it. And he gave three piece that we use to stop us from seeing what's really there. You know, like, like, I'm angry. Instead of talking about why I'm angry, I'm talking about why it's not strategic. <laughs> it's like, well, you're just angry. So he said, uh, policies, prophecies, and personalities. So you have policies from organizations, from books that people have put out, and you make that your rule instead of looking at what the reality is. So you're not looking at the world, you're looking at a filter, you know, and some filters are good, some filters are not so good. And then prophecies are kind of like policies, but they have the power of like a a spiritualizing effect or like a, a religious effect, which are not good also, I'm not saying biblical prophecies are not good. they you understand? I'm, I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about people who say things that aren't that accurate and then they, they give it the air of, but this is what the Bible says. Right? So like, just, let's just throw it out there. Right? You must never transfer to a different church. Anybody who transfers to a different church is a church hopper and it's a bad thing. Right? Where is that in the Bible? And so people will say, uh, well, no, you're supposed to have deep relationships. It's like yes, but church organization, but the church brand, that logo. Yeah, I could have deep relationships with people and still go to a different thing. might those to conflate the two is actually not biblical. But that statement that don't be a church hopper has taken the the, the level of prophecy. You know, so you clearly don't trust each other. You clearly it's not helping your walk with God. You're not helping them either. <clears throat> Why are you forcing, you know, this relationship? And then the third is personalities. So policies, prophecies, personalities. But Joe does this. But Nate does this. It's like, yeah, but that's Nate. That's Joe. doesn't mean you have to do that. So, yeah, I wasn't looking at reality. I wasn't looking at what was really going on. And you can't make right decisions without considering the valid points of information. So if I'm not considering that, I'm not able to lead my wife well. I'm not able to parent my sons well. Because I don't know reality. I'm, I'm denying reality. <laughs> so, yeah. I think we have ideologies that keep us from seeing what's really going on. Instead of like, well, this And if you look at Jesus' ministry, that's what he did. He like cut through so much ideological layers, the, the traditional layers, and said, "Eto yun me. Yeah, well, like the guys who are like, oh, don't heal on the Sabbath. He goes, don't heal on the Sabbath. if your property fell, you would pick it up on the Sabbath. So you love property more than people. <laughs> like just cutting through all the argumentation, cutting through all the the layers of self-delusion people had to convince themselves to do the wrong thing. And to just point at the heart of it. So, I mean, that was me I, I, was, I just didn't want to acknowledge that my lack of control over my wife's life and my son's life was giving me anxiety. That's all it was. That's all it was. I, I wow. was just mad that I couldn't fix it. Like, why can't I need to be able to fix you? And because I couldn't fix it, I was mad all the time at home. Wow. Instead of like, let's deal with that's the issue. You're mad that your wife has mental health issues. Right. So take it up with a person who can do something about it. God, be mad at God, you know. And so I would pray. Honest prayers now. God, what are you doing? Like what have I done to deserve this? And And in those moments and waiting for him to respond. That's where my solution was. And then my prayers began to evolve to be more like, you know what, God, I don't know how long this is gonna take. Just give me the strength to endure it. And I and it really changed. Like In the months that followed, she'd be having another meltdown. And I'd be like, okay, God, I guess this is what we're doing today. And I I almost, it's weird to say because it caused her so much pain, but I almost enjoyed those moments. I kind of did. To just hold her and to be like, yeah, just nothing. Don't, don't, don't forget. You know, the house is a mess, it's gonna be a mess today it's fine and it felt like such a privilege those months Nah, nah. oh wow, I can be a space, and that's and that's not me, that's God, you know, that's God changing me, but nga, kasi you're talking about what needs to be changed na eh. it's not, you know, you're all unfair no, 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 Lord change me so yeah, I don't know what the question was anymore I'm sorry
0: yeah no what's what's uh that's that's because it it makes me think na parang sometimes there are just realities like real things that are happening in the world that we're just so uncomfortable that they're happening yeah yeah so yeah. we 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 fall back on uh not saying all traditions are bad, right? But we fall back on some old traditions that we've been doing for the sake, or we fall back on um narratives that we create yeah, for ourselves. Yeah. Um, rather than what if we just ask a genuine question? And yeah, it's not yeah. wrong to ask a genuine yeah. question. Um what what's one of the biggest takeaways, Siguro, uh, for you as as we move to close the, the episode? Parang in this journey, um, and, and what's something you might be able to impart to people who are listening and they might be sensing a little bit of, oh, what if I just ask this question? What if I just face the fact that maybe I am feeling anxiety that this thing is happening and I feel like I can't manage it. I can't control it right now anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, super agree with you about the genuine question and, and, and sometimes we're afraid to ask it because we're trained not to ask it. Alamayun, like I mean recently we were talking Devana. Why why did we believe that so many people in our lives were difficult? Remember that we were talking about that now?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Instead of just engaging with that person's pain or their process, it was like, oh they're difficult. You know? Okay, and, and why? Here's the other more like convicting thing for me. Why did that other oh, difficult result in me going okay dismissed? <laughs> Why do you dismiss them because they're difficult? Is that what is, what is that where does that come from? so yeah, to, to go back to the question, to ask a genuine question. I think that's one. Sometimes we're trained, not to. Sometimes, though, we're afraid of where it will go. We're afraid that type may salan or we're afraid that it will actually last longer, like the solution will not be as quick as we want. Um, and I think, I uh, know, uh, my encouragement is uh, when I think of Jesus, and this is what helped make him way more real to me in, right now. The, but the Bible says he. we have, uh, they call him a high priest, which means he represents us. We don't have one who's not able to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who was tempted in every way like us, but yet was without sin. And so the thought that Jesus uh, can listen, has compassion for my situation, can understand, has opened up way more times and opportunities and impulses for me to pray than before. Because there's so much to talk about, there. Eh? Because I'm really talking about the things that matter. I'm not talking about, like, you know, like a press release. I'm talking about what I really want to talk about. Like, even super-duper shallow stuff. Like, Lord, I'm very good at Carla earlier. She's still know, didn't happen today, na, but it happens a lot. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll feel <laughs> insecure a lot. I'll feel insecure a lot. So I'll pray about that, na Help me na lang figure out, is this, is this her or is this me? So I want to encourage people to uh, be willing to go there. You know, be willing to go there, and that's where my why. why to me, uh, as a Christian, one of the reasons why I'm a Christian, I've shared this with you before, is it allows me to go way lower than I could on my own. Um, I could really go into to, into like, why am I so bad? Where did that imp- I can really face how ugly and horrible and and nutty i can be an insecure and shallow i can be and i know like there's a lifeline with jesus like i can pull up and not like oh i'm just i'm hopeless i can really go deep my faith helps me really go deep and then secondly it helps me go up you know like it helps me believe for better results and better outcomes than just what i can produce on my own Diba? So, you know, oh, it's not just Carla, it's you, Joe. You're such a terrible husband. You were willing to throw her under the bus or to get rid of her almost because you couldn't stand her brokenness. That's a, what a horrible man you are. Ouch, diba? go there. And then at the same time, come up. But you're not always going to be that way. Uh, Jesus is helping you, changing you. In fact, in fact, that's what saved our marriage not just me saying sorry but me having the confidence to be like but this is gonna be okay you know and I know I screwed it up but and I know you're traumatized by me now and I know you're afraid to trust me open up to me but uh don't worry it'll take as long as it takes and I know now I will have the ability to wait it out and I'll still be here on the other side you come out of that tunnel i'm still gonna be here i'll be with you in the tunnel as much as i can be so in it that's the high that's the height that faith gives where okay we can get there um yeah so go there that's my suggestion
0: wow. that's so powerful it reminds me of or it makes me think about um in myself um sometimes the reason I don't want to be honest with myself is because I don't believe God's grace can go that far for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah.
0: And and it reminds me of um, the the podcast. I don't know if if Jericho Arceo and I were talking about this on on the previous episode, but then he mentioned the part in Screwtape Letters where um, basically the book is about a demon uh, telling another demon how to (laughs) tempt a human. And so he says... Something along the lines of, uh, Hala, your patient has learned how to be humble. We are in trouble now. And I think the most powerful part of that, or at least what resonates with me, is that, wow, the power of just learning to... Yeah, God, I can't do it on my own. Yeah, God, I can't fix it on my own. Yeah, God, I actually really am a horrible person and there's nothing I can do about it. But I know your grace goes so much further, so much deeper. Uh so it's so never ending that I'll I will never see the end of it. No matter how much sin I throw at you. Yeah. Or no matter how much brokenness in myself I throw at you. I know that your grace will cover that. And and I think that's what leads to the true transformation as well. Super Yeah and and one One way that uh, I've seen this in you personally is in uh, the way that you and Carla have grown uh, together. Uh, And that's why you've got this book, 1111. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, So to the listeners who are still here, we're going to close with um, just... This is a really good book. 1111, Painting the Challenge and Beauty of Marriage by Joe and Carla Bonifacio. Um, What... What's um, I am here in this book, Joe and Carla explore the tensions of marriage, why they're difficult to manage, and how valuable it is to do so. Drawing from plenty of learning counsel and deep pain, Joe and Carla paint an honest, relatable, and beautiful picture of marriage. It's, it's so true that just when you're open about again, drawing the, the right lines to for your own self care and safety, but then when you're open about your certain vulnerabilities and how. You're just giving a new way, a new vessel for God's grace yeah. to fill in the gaps of the story and to turn that around for good. Yeah.
1: Super. Uh, and I think part of it is being comfortable with where you are. You know, like... To not overreach. So like Kamenikarla. Like, you know, she's got like a million followers on IG. But there are people her contemporaries in the industry who have way more than that, you know, and weigh millions of pesos. Um, and we pray and she's honest. Like sometimes she'll, she'll be like, should I do more? Should I be better, bigger? Should I be better at this? And then I don't want to be, even with her store, the well and wise store. And, and we are publishing this book. One of the first questions she asked and she prayed about was, how big do we want this to be? Like, how much of our life do we want to pour into this? And I think that keeps us there. Because sometimes we we think, tell your story, tell your story, tell your story. But without the balance of, but is this really what God's calling you to do? Is this really what you want to do? Because like even you, Deba, with the podcast, you stepped away. You stepped away from social media influencing for a while. And it... I don't I I I am in your Telegram group so I see your your the puzzle like, <laughs> so glad you're back. Kuya Nate been waiting for this And so I know you felt that pressure also but you did it for a reason. And and you did it and and now that you're back it, it, you know for however long this run's going to be no matter what the next is going to be uh it's very intentional. It's very okay I've prayed about it. I I think I know myself better i want to share part of this journey with other people so yun lang. i, I think that it's it's a good example for people to see rin, na pwede namang maulay, diba?
0: joe thanks for being on this episode uh this was a really fruitful conversation i really enjoyed it uh we'll have you back another time for sure we know but then it's really just me. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You and your <laughs> production team. Just have your people call my people. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sorry, Derek, ha. we're almost done. Okay, um, okay and uh... oh, na kami. Na. <laughs> <laughs> where can people find the book?
1: Oh, yeah, it's on Shopee. Uh just search eleven eleven book. Or uh it's also in Well and Wise, so you can search for the Well and Wise store. So well ampersand wise. Um, yeah it's also available in in worship gen uh, worship generation which is run by a friend of ours so yeah cool if you're familiar with worship gen then they have it on their online and on-site stores
0: yeah so that's it for us uh, everyone thanks for listening if you're here until the very end I appreciate you thank you so much (laughs) Joe anything uh, last words no glad to
1: be here Uh, thanks for the time and yeah, looking forward to the conversation on the telegram group.
0: (laughs) All right. That's it. Thanks guys. Bye.